Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, God. Star of stage, screen, and, of course, DC Sexy Liberal. I mean, come on, Glenn. You and Jamie Raskin. What a dream team yep. to talk to about. about yes, yeah. Steph. It was, it was so great being on stage with you all and, uh, and having Chris there to kind of help us through it all. It, it, was, it was amazing. It was a once-in-a-life that, well, no, maybe twice in a lifetime. Oh. Oh, should we? Do we have some sexy liberal music? I guess we might as well just make this announcement right now. Glenn Kirshner is going to join us for LA Sexy That's Liberal, right. along with Chairman Adam Schiff and Rob Reiner. So, sexyliberal.com. I mean, come on. You, I don't even think you got through the sentence. You know, I'd like to come to LA. You were like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, very exciting. October 22nd here yep. at a Saban Theater, Beverly Hills. We can't wait. Uh, so I let's get right into this special master thing. I, I the Where is she? Brooklyn-based Judge Cannon? Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. That's the who is the, the special. Florida. Yeah, the yeah. special master. Uh, Glenn, just take us through this for people that don't even know what, you know, what this means or what's happening. I, I can't make sense of it legally, what, what she has decided here. Yeah, no, nobody can. Um, we are on this crazy justice roller coaster. It seems like there are more downs than ups. But, you know, it looks now like Judge Aileen Cannon was put on the federal bench to do precisely what she just did. Entirely unqualified to serve as a federal judge. R- relatively little experience. And, you know, she was, let, let's not forget, she was confirmed by Mitch McConnell's Senate after Donald Trump lost the election. That's another data point. Mm-hmm. And what she has done is ig- ignored the rules, ignored the law, ignored the facts, and appointed a special master. And, and that's not the worst part. The worst part is she continues to say the Department of Justice cannot investigate the crimes of Donald Trump as they relate to these classified materials that he stole. But it's even worse, Steph because she actually echoed a Donald Trump talking point by saying, oh, hey, all of these materials may be marked classified, top secret SCI. The Department of Justice 
may have put in writing in an official court filing that there were more than 100 classified documents, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Many people are saying they're not classified. Where, where have we heard talk like that before, Steph? This is insanity coming but, out of the mouth of a federal judge. But the, the, Trump's lawyers didn't even claim that. They didn't repeat this declassification BS, did they? They have never once stated in court or in a court filing that Donald Trump declassified anything. And if he had, it wouldn't impact the crimes he committed one whit because the three crimes that served as the basis for the search warrant do not require classification of the stolen material. We are litigating in wonderland right now. Yeah. You made another point on Twitter. You said Trump knows what he did with the classified and national defense documents he stole from our from the government and unlawfully uh, concealed at Mar-a-Lago. He knows how he compromised our nation's security, yet he refuses to share that info with the feds. He's leveraging our nation's security for personal advantage. Um, so explain what happens now. There's a this the special master is someone that the DOJ agreed to, too. Right. He was appointed by Reagan. So he, there's a deadline of November 30th. So, th- so yeah. I mean, he's accomplished what he always tries to do is just delay, 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 first of all. but w- what? So then what happens? We go to the appeals court where we have, what, six Trump-appointed judges? Six of 11 Trump appointees on the 11th Circuit. But I still maintain that just as the federal judiciary held when Donald Trump's dirty lawyers launched the attack against the results of the 2020 election, the judges left, right and center, you know, laughed them out of court. I, I actually have some confidence that the 11th Circuit will basically laugh Judge Cannon's ruling out of court and will appreciate the danger to our national security represented by Donald Trump as now bolstered by Judge Cannon's order. I have some confidence that the 11th Circuit will get it right. But to answer your question now, it gets appealed. And the 11th Circuit will either say, you know what, Judge Cannon was out to lunch, even if a special master is appropriate to look at a small sliver of the documents that might have some attorney-client privilege, not the classified materials. Because right now we need to be investigating the damage done to our national security by Donald Trump, and you can't put a stop work order on that like Judge Cannon did. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast midday bites and more there's no prep no mess meals factor meals are ready to heat and eat no prepping cooking or cleanup is needed flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required head on over to factormeals.com liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50 percent off once again the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com liberal 50 for 50 50% off. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, um, where, where else are we? Oh, I just wanted to quickly... Uh, we've been mentioning, because we're out here in California, Governor Gavin Newsom sent a letter to Mayor Garland yesterday in which he asked for a kidnapping investigation mm-hmm. where relevant into go- Republican governors who fly or bus migrants away from their states. As we know, uh, not just Abbott and DeSantis, but also Doug Ducey in Arizona yep. have been busing migrants to Chicago, New York, and Washington, D.C. all summer. And then uh, Ron DeSantis sent about 50 migrants on two planes to Martha's Vineyard, as we know. Glenn, where what is this legally? Is it kidnapping, as Gavin Newsom implies? Is it human smuggling? Is it human trafficking? Is it all three? Yeah, so there are a number of federal laws on the books that prohibit knowingly transporting folks who are undocumented, who are here illegally, including across state lines. That is exactly what DeSantis and Abbott have done. So they've broken federal laws. Now, that doesn't answer the question, will they be criminally investigated, indicted, and held accountable? But there really is the the abject cruelty of a guy like DeSantis taking men, women, and children and just flying them as props around the country is not only criminal, it is as unchristian and uncaring as conduct gets. And, you know, I, I hope the Department of Justice takes these crimes, because that's what they are, takes these crimes seriously. But you know, the other thing that, the one thing that is heartening, Steph, have you seen how folks in Martha's Vineyard and elsewhere have risen to the occasion, have taken these people in and have, you know, treated them with humanity and dignity and empathy and grace? That's our America, Steph. And yeah. that's where after the midterms we want we want to be. Yeah. I mean, of all people, Joe Walsh even tweeted, by the way, people coming here to seek asylum are not here illegally. They are pursuing a legal process. Um, and let me just check if that this is the one you were talking about. Um, somebody tweeted it's a federal crime to transport or attempt to transport a non-citizen within the U.S. Immigration and Nationality Act at uh, Section 274. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis thinks he was cute sending migrants to Massachusetts. The FBI should be on this. What is the appropriate body to investigate this? DOJ, FBI, who? Yeah, the, the FBI has jurisdiction to uh, investigate transporting, you know, folks who are undocumented or here illegally across state lines. Not necessarily kidnapping, because that has to be against the will of the person. But are you telling me these people gave fully informed consent? to be sent to whatever part of the country DeSantis sent them to. Let me just use a a fancy word that we don't often use, we don't often hear, inveiglement. There's something called kidnapping by inveiglement. Inveiglement is I'm going to lie to you about where I'm taking you and how I'm getting you there, and I'm basically fooling you into being kidnapped. Kidnapping by inveiglement. We might start to hear more about that. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I, I, we have to go back for a minute because you tweeted about, uh, you said, watching Maddow, Rachel Maddow's story about former U.S. Attorney Berman's book as a former career DOJ prosecutor, Bill Barr's corruption slash weaponization of the DOJ to protect Trump and persecute Trump's critics makes me want to effing scream. This abuse, uh, uh, abuse by Barr must be addressed. Um, will it and how? <laughs> is, I mean, what is it? Is it obstruction of justice? I can't, I can't ever like pick apart all the stuff we hear on a daily basis. 
Yeah, it, you know, it's an interesting question whether weaponizing the Department of Justice and trying to use the rule of law nefariously to punish a president's critics violates any specific federal law. But here's what I hope it does, Steph. I hope the Department of Justice looks at this as a catalyst to investigate and indict Bill Barr for all of the other crimes he committed, like repeatedly lying to Congress under oath. We saw yeah. Senator, then Senator Kamala Harris, catch him in a lie under oath, and he has yet to be held accountable for that. Let's use this. You know, he's demonstrating he is a de facto career criminal. Let's let's react accordingly. You actually tweeted the revelation about Barr's corruption and weaponization of the DOJ makes me want to run for office. I can't because I can't fundraise. We can help with that. Yeah. If I could, yeah. I would run on a one-way platform, hold accountable every ruling class criminal. It really is time for a renaissance of ethics in government. Um, how do we sign up? How do we sign up? How do we get the fundraising started? What are we running for? Let's do this. Yeah, Steph, when I say I can't run for office because I, I can't fundraise, I'm not looking to get a rise out of people who are like, we'll help you. You know, I, I created a 501c3 nonprofit to help yeah. homicide families, went through the IRS process. That was not fun, but yeah. we got our approval. And then I went on exactly one fundraising call and it made me want to hurl. And I realized <laughs> I can't ask people for money even for really worthy causes. I was a public servant, Steph, for more than 30 years and I never had to ask one person for one dollar in order for me to be a public servant. I, I can't start now by saying I want to run for office and be a public servant. So money, 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 money. Not in my DNA, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, that doesn't mean you still can't be appointed. Uh, you know, what's what am I looking for? Oh, attorney general. Yeah. OK. I'm just saying that's not running. Okay, you were the uh, one of the many of us who you tweeted. So Donnie Soprano and the boys got together at the Bada Bing Golf Club to sort through some problems. I mean, between this Soprano scene on the golf course with no golfing going on and this latest threat, he just said, "What did he say? I think the, uh, there's going to be a big trouble if I'm indicted." I mean, I how much more explicit a threat of inciting violence could there be? Yeah, it'll it'll be big trouble, and boy, will it be good trouble. And it's precisely the kind of trouble this country needs. We cannot decline to charge somebody for their crime, Steph, for fear of how that person's associates or supporters will react. If that impacts our decision who to indict, then the rule of law is truly dead. Let him threaten violence. Let Lindsey Graham threaten that there will be protests and there yeah. will be riots. Fine. Bring it on because some things are worth fighting for, like the rule of law and the future of our democracy. Yep, absolutely. Um, finally, you tweeted, our team justice members have been sending me pictures they took while attending Saturday night's event in D.C. It was such a pleasure and a privilege to get to share the stage with Stephanie Miller and Representative Raskin to share the legal issues of the day in our fight for justice. Um, you just posted a clip of uh, you and Jamie Raskin, and uh, we, we were, uh, what, what particular, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, because there was so much good stuff that happened. What was that particular exchange? Do you remember? Yeah, so, so that clip, you and I and, and Representative Raskin were talking about um, basically the deep injustice that's at play in America right now, where the people that Donald Trump lied to and used that lie to urge them to attack the Capitol, those people are going to prison because they obeyed Donald Trump's commands and they fell for his lies. Donald Trump, the person who is most criminally responsible for the Capitol attack, 
has a tea time later today. That's a deep injustice that needs to be remedied right now because we add on top of that stuff, the classified documents, crimes at Mar-a-Lago, Trump had top secret materials, national defense information, which is why this is an espionage act crime being investigated, and information about the nuclear capabilities and defenses of foreign countries. And he has not been arrested by the Department of Justice for committing all of those most dangerous crimes. That undermines the confidence in our federal government and in our rule of law. These things must be made right by the Department of Justice, not yeah. rocket science, just good government. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it just, I feel like what happens is we get overwhelmed. I think you and Jamie were talking about that Saturday night that, you know, in all of this new espionage stuff, you're like, Jamie's over there going, wait a minute, what about our crimes? What about right. the overthrow of the government yeah. and, and January 6th? I mean, yeah. and speaking of which, I mean, they're going to be starting again, obviously, the J6 committee. Wanted to ask you finally, what did you think of a lot of people speculating on what Zoe Lofgren meant and also Benny Thompson? Do you feel like they're saying they have dec- they have uh, recovered the missing Secret Service texts? Yeah, and I don't think I don't think they were ever missing in the first place. Let's okay. just say they were they were perhaps misplaced or mistaken about them all being permanently deleted or purged. So they clearly have lots and lots of text messages now. So the next logical question beyond what do they tell us about what the Secret Service and Mike Pence and Donald Trump and Mark Meadows were doing on January 5th and 6th and 7th. Um, But why did the machinery of the Secret Service and DHS, at least the former leadership of DHS, try to lie about it and keep them from being viewed by Congress and inferentially the Department of Justice. That is the next investigative lead they're going to have to follow. Yep. All right. You heard him. Star of stage screen. Yep. And L.A. Sexy Liberal. Get it. <laughs> Go to sexyliberal.com. Thank you, honey. See you next week. Thanks, Steph. Love you. See no, you guys. Love you too. See you there later. he goes.